0: morning church it's good to be with you always good to be with you as you can tell I'm not in Lawton today Don and I drove up to St. Louis this week and I thought it would be a great idea to um, come and visit our grandkids of course and our daughter and her family and we're having a great time they put me to work no not too bad Um, but they live right down the road from this little park they actually live on two lakes and um, I thought it'd be a great idea to come out here and, and do the shooting if you will today right here it may not be a good idea and the volume may be a little bit messed up and i apologize in advance um and there's first of all i want to tell you there's going to be some disruptions there's no doubt there's a boat dock right over that way there's a guy mowing his lawn across the lake over there two people just walked by that are fishing and the park ranger just went by but he didn't throw me out so i think we're safe <laughs> but, but good morning all right so here's what the deal is We're gonna have communion in just a little bit. And we know, you know, it's Memorial Day weekend and we wanna just salute all those that have given so much for our country to have the freedoms even to come to a park like this and shoot a video like this. And so what a blessing it is. And we just thank them for the sacrifice that they have given on our behalf. And truly the blessing that we have there. During this Memorial weekend, we normally are, this place is packed. People are up and down the beach line here and, um, you know, you and your family having your barbecues and friends over and doing all the good stuff like that. But this year it's a little different for all of us, but I got some good news for you. That's right. Great news. In fact, we're coming back to church. That's right. There goes another car. So anyway, nonetheless, we're coming back to church. Yeah, that's right. Believe it because it's happening. I've been telling you for about six, eight weeks now that, you know, we're going to be back to church before long. Well it's back to church time. May the 31st next Sunday we're going to start our services back at Western Hills. Now you know we've been praying about this and they always been looking at all the things that they can do to try to do this as safe as they possibly can. Nobody's gonna do this perfect. I don't know one church that has. You're gonna have ideas, somebody else gonna have ideas, things look good, things don't look good, whatever the case is we understand. That. So first and foremost we need to know that we're thinking about you and your family and for the safety of your family during this time if you feel uncomfortable in any way don't come to service just don't show up stay at home watch it on video we're going to provide that for you online you can go there and see that all the time we don't want you to feel uncomfortable in any way and we don't want you to feel guilty for by by not coming people are different and it's okay so let's keep that in mind in that process and allow people to have their own space to move through this time, this unprecedented times that we talked about last week. We're going to offer not one service, not two services, but three services. Catch that. Three services on Sunday, starting next week, the 31st. First service is going to be 9 o'clock. Second service, 11 o'clock. And for those of you that like to sleep in, that's right, 5 o'clock in the afternoon, believe it or not. So there's really no excuse. You can pick one or the other if you like. If you want to come and be a part of that. Now, if you want any information, more information about it, some people like total information, or to try to have all that uploaded and posted on our website. So go there and check that out for any information you want want there. So here's what we're asking of you, because really it's the only way we know how to do it right, is you're going to have to call in and make a reservation. I know it sounds silly, but the times we are, they're kind of silly, aren't they? Call in, make your reservation, let us know. Call the church office Monday through Friday. Let us know which service you wanna come to. We're gonna try to meet uh, what it is that you want to be a part of during that time, that worship time together. And we're gonna come together and we're gonna sing, we're gonna pray and we're gonna commune together. And we're gonna try to do all that in a safe manner, giving everybody a little space. Remember, space is important. Some people are huggers. We may have to hold back out of brotherly love right now, respect others in this process. That's the good news that I've been talking about all these past several weeks. It's coming to pass, and we're going to start that up next week. So you'll be praying for the elders and be praying for me as well. But we're praying for you, and you need to know that. So we're going to hear a song. My family and I are going to come back. We're going to do communion together, and then I'll be back to do a message in just a little bit. Until then, take care. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. church. <laughs> we are having a really good time here at our daughter and our son-in-law's house in DeSoto, Missouri. We all want to just right. tell you hello. Everybody say hello. 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 And we've come to um, take communion this morning. Before, before we get started, I want to do just a little bit of an introduction, if I could, please. You know my beautiful bride, Donna, of course, our beautiful daughter, and her husband, Brian, down there on the end. They've been married, I think, almost 15 years now. They have five beautiful children. And three of them are with us uh, today, of course. And uh, Lily and um, Emmy, they kind of uh, said, well, not today. So that's all (laughs) right, too. We love them much. But we have with us our three smallest grandchildren that you hear me talk a lot about. And I just want to introduce them, if I can. Reagan Lorraine is there in the middle. She's named after my mother, and we're proud of that. And uh, Reagan, how old are you?
1: I am 11 years old.
0: And what grade are you going in? Six. And you're not dating anybody, are you?
1: No. Okay, let's just keep it that way.
0: And then down there, there on his daddy's lap is Douglas Brian Shropshire the third. Hello. Very good. All right, that's <laughs> Douglas right there. And Douglas, how old are you? Uh, Ten. And what grade are you going in? Uh, fourth. Fourth grade, all right. And here we have, um, sitting on mama's lap, would be little Henry Anthony. Henry is named after uh, my father, in fact, and we're very proud of that. But we just want to introduce you to them as well. But this morning, as we take communion, communion together, we want to uh, pause and uh, thank all those that have done such a great job for us in our military, and especially those during this Memorial Day season and those that have sacrificed so much just for us to have the freedoms that we have today. But we want to pause now, and we want to just really reflect upon what Christ has done for us, the greatest sacrifice ever. And I've asked Brian to read a scripture uh, from, I think it's First Corinthians, and it's um, a letter to uh, the, uh, the church of Corinth there. And I think it comes out of chapter 11, if you would, please. Yes, uh, it's 1 Corinthians eleven twenty-three through 26. For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. Let's pray together. Father God, we thank you so much for what Jesus did for us, the greatest sacrifice of all and giving us life through uh, his death on the cross, Father. As we take this bread this morning, we just ask that you would uh, allow us to remember, uh, prompt our spirits to remember what Jesus did just for us so that we could have eternal life with you. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name, amen.
1: Amen.
0: Let's have a prayer for the the wine. Father, God, we just thank you for the shed blood of Jesus that was poured out upon that cross, Father, for our sins. For without it, Father, we would be lost. But because of that, Father, we are made whole and clean. Thank you so much for what you did, Jesus, on that cross. And thank you, God, for loving us enough to give Mm -hmm. your one and only son so that we might have eternal life. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, there we go. Again, thank you for joining us today. And we all just want to tell you something, and I'm not sure what that is. Stay safe. Stay safe. (laughs) Stay safe. And we love you. (laughs) Stay safe. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye.
1: i hey. i
0: Stop mowing his lawn, uh, and I'm thankful, but a guy's just pulling his boat out over here, and I think he's got a diesel, so it's going to get a little loud, if you know what I mean, Larry Hurst. Nonetheless, I'm going to talk to you today about life. Life is important. You know, one of the things during this pandemic time, what I've discovered is everybody wants to live. Everybody. They just, they're just craving life. They may have not known that for a while, but they really do, and um, so I want to talk to you about life today, and what it is that we can do. It's really about a relationship and it's really about this connection and really is your commitment where it needs to be in Christ Jesus. And hopefully that's what you've discovered during this time uh, that you've been able to um, in your studies and different things. So let me get started off with another cute little joke. I like to do those in the beginning. Um, you know, a college man walked into a photographer's studio and he had his framed picture of his girlfriend, and he told the, the guy, he said, I want to have a duplicate made of this picture, and the guy said, that's no problem, be glad to do that for you, so he takes it out of the frame, and before he makes the copy, of course, and he looks on the back of it, and there's a note from apparently his girlfriend, and it said simply this, my dearest Tom, I love you with all of my heart, I love you with more and more, every every single day, I love you more. I love you forever and ever and ever. I am yours for all of eternity, she said. Well, he said, that was pretty nice. Signed, Helen, apparently his girlfriend. At the bottom of it, there was a PS and it simply read, if we ever break up, I want this picture back. (laughs) I don't think anyone thinks that that was a very good commitment that this person had with the other person. And sometimes we find ourselves in life doing that too, don't we? We say we will, we say we do, we say we are, and then we don't, and we aren't, and those things mess up. Um, but nonetheless, staying committed is important. It's, it's important in our relationships with each other and certainly with God in the times that we study a word and, and pray with uh, to Him every day and spend that time together as a family, uh, but also that commitment in our our worship service that we're going to start back next week. Remember, three services. you got to make the call to be to one of those. Let's do that right away, if you would, please. I'd appreciate that so much. Love to see you then. In Colossians chapter 1, Paul writes, the, worst, uh, the church at Colossae, he writes them and says, for this reason, since the day that we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you. I want you to know that I know for sure that the elders have been, I know Don and I have been, and others have been as well. We've been praying for you during this time. He goes on to say there in his letter to Colossae, he says, we continually ask God to fill you with the, the knowledge of his will through all the wisdom and understanding that the spirit gives. He finishes up by saying, so that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and please him in every way being fruitful in every good work and I love that part he says so that you may live a life worthy of what God has called you to live and I bet you want to do that in your life I have a a boat (laughs) that was real nice I have a boat going by right now so it's going to get a little noisy but nonetheless we'll keep on carrying on hopefully this is the last one I have to do um in a remote place but nonetheless here we go so what i want to do today is i want to give you and debbie's help putting some letters above uh, my head here i guess somewhere she's uh she's helping me out there so let me give you an acronym for the word life l-i-f-e life what can we do with that what 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 does that mean in our life let's take a look for the letter l i choose this one and that is simply live well That makes sense doesn't it well sure it does well here's the case you got to live like you're saved you know there's a lot of people don't live like they're saved but if you know that you're saved if you've accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior you've put him on in baptism you've accepted what he's done for you on the cross if you've accepted that God says he writes your name in the Lamb's book of life you're saved You need to live like you're saved because so many people miss out on that. There is no doubt. An old man was asked what what, what had robbed him most in his life? What had robbed him of the joy most in his life? What was it? His simple reply was this, things that never happened. And oftentimes that's what steals our joy. During this pandemic time, there's a lot of fear out there. There's a lot of stories out there. There's a lot of stuff out there and it can really rob you of the joy that God wants you to have. And it's real easy to allow things that may never happen to you rob you of the joy that God wants you to have right now in your life. I can't tell you, my friend, what the rest of this year holds. No one can. I can't tell you that things are going to be back to normal if you will in just a few short weeks. I can't promise you that. But I can promise you this, I know who holds the future. And if we will trust in him, he will guide us through all of these things. We need to learn to live like we are saved. Someone has cited these three keys to happiness in life. Fret not, fear not, for he loves you, John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. You can simply put there, for God so loved me that he gave his son so that I could have eternal life with him. So fret not. He goes on to say, to faint not. He holds you, he holds you in the palm of his hand, Psalms 139, verse number 10. And fear not, for he keeps you, Isaiah 41, verse number 13. You know, Paul says to the church at Philippi, you've been writing there, he said, rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Do you know where he wrote that? He wrote that in when he was in prison. How in the world could he say rejoice in the Lord always, and rejo-, and again I say rejoice? being in the midst of the prison listen we haven't been in prison we've been in kind of a lockdown but we got to rejoice in the lord always and rejoice amen amen so the letter l simply means live like you're saved the letter i it's invest what you invest in in your life is important invest in a relationship with your family but in investing in a relationship with god the father How have you been doing with that over the last couple of months? Have you invested any time with him in his study of his word, praying to him, meditating on the things that he has guided you through his word? How much have you invested there? You see, people want you to invest in all kinds of things. They want you to do this stock and this bond. They want you to do it in gold. They want you to do it in all kinds of things. But God wants us to invest in his word, in his love for us. But when we do that... Here goes another park ranger. How you doing? It's good to see you. All right, back to the story. God wants to make sure you're investing in what is something that is eternal. How are you doing? That's a good question. And I pray that you're doing a good job with that. You know, one day uh, a man came in and he asked Jesus, what is, of all the commandments, which is the most important? You know, it's found in Mark chapter 12. Out of all the commands, what's the most important command of all? Jesus comes back and he simply says what? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And oh yeah, the second one is just like it. Love your neighbor as yourself, even if they're mowing a lawn during your shooting, right? But we're to love and we have to invest to experience love in our lives. People will try to get you to invest in any and everything. God wants you to invest in something that's eternal. Make sure that you do that. Are you investing in loving God and loving others? All right, the letter F. The letter F, I'm going to just say family. Family. God's family and your own family. Now, God's family is our church family. You know, and I love our church family. And I, I, I miss seeing uh, all of you at church. I can see you at your different places. In my mind's eye, even right now, I can see where you sit at church. I can see what time you come to church, if you come to Bible class or you don't. I can see if you come in early or late. I can see if you're on the north side or the south side. I can see you in my mind's eye, and I want to let you know that it does my heart good to see you. And often during this time, you know what I've had to do? Is I've had to just pray, and pray for you and your family. And I would go from section to section there at the church and I would pray over that and I try to visualize every person that I could see in those areas that are normally there every week. I think family is important because God says it's important. Listen, everything in your family may not be perfect. I don't know a family that is, except for mine. <laughs> no, it's not. We all have struggles, we all have trials, we all have hurts, we all have pains. And I don't know no church family that's perfect not even ours but in this process we have to learn something we have to learn to forgive and to forget this is so important for your life god tells us that if we will learn to forgive we will be forgiven you want god to forgive you don't you well sure you do then you have to learn to forgive you say harley i you don't know what that person did to me you don't know what they said no i don't but god does god will take care of all of that just forgive. Why? Because when you hold that in, you can't be what God wants you to be. And it hurts the rest of your family. I can tell you in the past just three weeks alone, I know at least four individuals that have called me and said, would you be praying for my family? We're going through. And then they would list what they're going through. I, I tell them almost always the same thing. It doesn't surprise me, not because it's your family, because it works that way in life it really does so learn in that process that family is important invest in family do what God would have us to do and that is to forgive and to forget let the stuff go that doesn't matter because a lot of stuff doesn't matter in life does it you know this is our family Western Hills is our family and we need each other we need you we need you to be all that you can be for the Lord and I'm sure that you need me to be all that I can be for the Lord. And so we need to make, for us to come back, let me put it this way, for us to come back stronger than ever before, is we need you now to be faithful. We need you to be faithful to the family of God. Give like you've never given before. Attend and share and, 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 share your witness with other people and invite other people to come and be a part of those things that are important for them as well this can be our best time ever if we choose for it to be i chose a scripture here out of ephesians chapter 4. it simply says this i am being held in prison because of working for the lord remember paul back in prison again Notice what he says. I ask you from my heart to live and work the way the Lord expected you to live and to work. God expects us to do things in our family and for our family. And he he finishes that writing by saying this. Work hard to live together as one by the help of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God can help all of us work through these things. As a family, your family, whatever it may be going through. Talk to God. Invest in God's Word. Visit with somebody. Seek good counsel that we talked about last week. And in that process, understand that God will help you with your family and with our church family to be stronger than ever before. I believe that. Now for the letter E. Exercise. I don't like exercise. I'm just telling you the truth. I really don't. I need to exercise more. I do my push-ups in the morning, no problem. I don't do my sit-ups, because sit-ups aren't my favorite thing to do. So I can do my hundred push-ups, sissy style, but they're still yet they're push-ups, don't be too hard on me. But nonetheless, I know I need to exercise, but you know what I'm talking about today. We need, you and I, need to exercise our faith. Our faith in God and what he's done for us. Our faith in what we believe that he's going to do for us, because he said that he would for truly it's all about faith. If we are walking by faith on a moment by moment basis, which God has called us to do, then we're walking the way God would have us to walk. You see, a lot of people can simply say, well, I have great faith, and then when things go a little haywire, they get out of sync, that things aren't right, and it doesn't feel right for them. God is to call, has called us to walk by faith and not by sight, Hebrews chapter 11. He also says, and without faith, it is impossible to please God. I know you want to please God, don't you? Well, sure you do. Everybody does. And then you have to have faith in that process. Notice what it ends up with. And I've said this verse many, many times in the pulpit. And I'm going to say it many, many more in the future. If the Lord gives me breath. He goes on to say, for he who comes to God must believe that he exists and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him you like rewards and so do i god says i promise rewards are on their way if you walk by faith and believe that i am god that's right you and i have to exercise our faith for it to come to pass in our lives for us to have the life the life that god wants for us the saddest part to me of seeing a christian walk by sight instead of by faith is that they miss out on so much that God has for their life. They miss out on the miracles that are all around us. In fact, I got a text just this past week uh, about a person that had witnessed another miracle and they were so excited about that. And one of the things that I texted them back and simply said was this, I believe in miracles and I do my friend, I believe in miracles. And this person did as well. But I wonder how many miracles that I've missed in my life to witness them, I should say, because I wasn't paying attention. If we exercise and you exercise your faith, I believe God will show you miracles in your life. Now somebody's going to have heartburn with that. The only thing I can tell you, if you have heartburn with miracles, take it up with God, because my God is still a miracle worker God. Amen? amen amen listen to this this comes from a minister his name was vance havner vance havner he used to say it about those in the bible who walk by faith You know all the greats of the bible in the old testament listen he said they saw the invisible they chose the imperishable and they did the impossible and that's what god has called us to do isn't it sure it is let us be the people that live our lives full to its fullest knowing that God will bless us in that knowing that it is important for us to live like we are saved that we are to be these people of great faith and to exercise that faith in that process of working with God and working with others and invest in others and invest in what God has for you in your life as well and may we all remember that we, God gives us the power through the working power of the Holy Spirit within us. He's not going to leave us empty. God wants to fill us up with joy. For He has given us life. And He wants us to have it to its fullest. I believe that you won't have fear in your life, my friend. If you realize that you are saved. Because if you realize that you're saved. Nothing can defeat you. Nothing. So life is given, and it's given by God. May God bless you. Let me have a prayer with you, and we'll get out of here, okay? Mosquitoes are starting to bite. <laughs> Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for the life that you have given us here on this earth where we get a chance to experience love on human terms. We all know that it's not perfect, and for some it's been seemingly One hurt, one pain, one heartbreak after another. And yet, if we will look up and look deeper into the things that you would have us, Father, in the midst of all of these things, we will find that love, that joy, and that peace that we say that we want. We know that someday, Father, you're going to take us to that perfect place. But between now and then, help us to be those that live like we are saved, Father. Thank you for all that you've done. Thank you for being with us during this time. And Father, please bless our return back to church. Keep us from harm. Help us to be safe. Help us to love each other in a wonderful way. And may we reach out to a lost and dying world. For without you, Father, they have no life. But with you, they can have eternal life like we know that we do. And it's through Jesus we believe. Amen and amen. Well, God bless you, my friend. It's good to be with you. Things are settling down right here, right now. <laughs> Hope you have a blessed week, but don't forget to call. One of three services starting next Sunday, 9 o'clock, 11 o'clock, and yes, 5 o'clock. Hope to see you at one of them. Take care, and God bless.
1: Holy, there is no one like you. There is none beside you.